Hi, and welcome to Sister Magic. I'm Michaela. And I'm Chandra. And we apologize beforehand because you will not know which one of us is speaking most of the time. (laughs) Our mother only gave us one voice. (laughs) We have to to share share it. To share it. (laughs) So we are very new to this podcasting thing, although Chandra has listened to almost (laughs) all of them on the market, I think. (laughs) I really should have a career in listening to podcasts. (laughs) I think you should. You'd be good at it. You should just curate lists for people who want specific content, just fed to them constantly. Exactly. <laughs> so if you're here for people who know what they're doing, you're in the wrong place, but we'd like it if you stick around. We're going to have fun anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, my name is Chandra. I am the elder sister of the Sister Magic. I am a kitchen witch, and I live in the mountains of Colorado. Uh, my name is Michaela. I am the younger witch, obviously. Why is it obvious? Because you said you were the elder one. That's why it's obvious. I didn't say it was obvious. What? Anyway. If you're the elder one, it's obvious that the other one is not. I suppose that's true. Okay. (laughs) You may continue. All right. Thank you. I am what I consider to be a chaos slash eclectic witch. I have many different paths that I like to investigate and research and have not chosen one because that's not how I work. And I also live in Colorado, but not the mountains, really. I live just outside of Denver. Awesome. Yeah. So so for me, like, I wanted to start this podcast to really connect with the community in, in the witching world or whatever. Yeah. Not just witches, either. I would like to connect with pagans and druids and shamans, because in my little neck of the woods, it's kind of hard to find local communities to do that. And I'm doing all of this learning, and I would really just like to share it in a space with like-minded individuals. Exactly. I think I have a little bit more of a, a little community here. I've got some co-workers that I work with who are also witches, and my best awesome. one of my best friends is also a witch, and she actually is the one who got me into this, but we'll talk more about her later. Cool. So, yeah. And we're both new to the practice, so we will be sharing what we are learning, and please don't come here for maturity. <laughs> Because we don't know what we're doing yet. Or for us to know what we're talking about. Because, uh-huh. like she said, we're still learning. I have a pile of books next to me full of information. Absolutely. That I will get around to reading. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that I wanted to mention is that we're, we're, and Chandra, you've already heard this, but I want you to act like you're hearing it for the first time. <laughs> okay, I can do We that. are going to release this podcast this week, and it just so happens to be the week of In Bulk 2022, and that is super, super fascinating and fun to me, because In Bulk is all about the new beginnings of a new year and all the fun, and it kind of coincides with also the Lunar New Year, so everything is new and happening, and I th- feel like that's the perfect time to release a podcast. Perfect starting point for a new project. Exactly. And then the yeah. other thing, which you have not heard yet, but just before we started, I was doing a little... uh I decided to pull a tarot card for the podcast and see how we're going to do. Oh. And so I I gathered all of my tarot decks and I put them on the ground and I grabbed my pendulum and I let it pick one. And it very definitely picked one of the tarot decks. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm shuffling my tarot cards as I do, you know. Guess what card popped out? Which card? Death. Oh. Oh, I love that card. I know. It's one of my favorites. I thought you would be super happy about that. Because I get it all the time. Right? <laughs> I do. So tell me why that's a good card for you. Because at least for me, and I think for a lot of people, death is the semblance of new beginnings. It's it's the, yeah. the ending of something old that wasn't serving us anymore and starting into a new path. Right. 
Which exactly. I think was the perfect symbolism for the day of us starting our new podcast. The death and the rebirth. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Cool, cool. Who right. wants to go well, first? You should go first because you started <laughs> the witchy stuff first. That's true. It's true. Okay. I branched off of you. That's okay. I had thought about that earlier and then I completely forgot when you asked. So, <laughs> so I will go first. My beginning into witchcraft when I was a little kid. I think, I don't know, I know most people who have, like, a witchy sense of, to them did this, and I don't know if you ever did. But I would be in the backyard with the ditch, gathering, like, water and leaves and sticks and mud and, like, stirring it around into, like, little potions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I always loved that. That's apparently a very iconic thing for witchy children to have done before they knew they were witches. So can I, I wanted to ask him here and- Yes. Tell you what I did? Yes. So my big thing, and it was before you were on the scene, I would get a five-gallon bucket in the yard and I would fill it with water and I would go around the woods and collect ingredients to put in the five-gallon bucket (laughs) and I would stir them all in and create a concoction in the (laughs) five-gallon Yep. So I never made potions. I just always had a cauldron going. There you go. In my childhood. (laughs) So that, I think we could say, would be our earliest uh, delves into what we considered to be witchcraft at the time. Yeah. And probably not telling mom and dad about it ever because they would think it was the devil. Right. Well, I think mom and dad always just connected my, you know, with with cooking. Oh, yeah. Because I just always had a pot of soup going. Yep. Which, it's not that it wasn't that. It just (laughs) also was other things. (laughs) That they didn't need to know about. No. No. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, continue. No, you're fine. Your was, I wanted to ask to see if that was something you had done too, because I didn't know. That's funny. So fast forward many, many years. I had just gotten out of a relationship, and I was visiting one of my best friends. Her name is Santa, and she gave me a rather large chunk of amethyst that I still have to this day. It sits above my bed. Oh. And she told me that anytime I was feeling bad or I needed down, I'd just to hold the, the crystal and rub it, and it would make me feel better. Okay. And I always thought that was amazing. That was kind of my intro into Santa being a witch. Gotcha. And I had kind of known, you know, she's goth, but not all yeah. goths are witches yeah. and not all wits- witches are goths. So True. that was kind of my intro. And then I learned a little bit more about it through her until uh, I ended up dating a witch. Um, that relationship ended also. But I always thought it was really cool to meet somebody, meeting people who identified as witches because that was kind of a new concept to me. So that relationship ended, but I I remember at the end of it, finally kind of coming around and thinking, I want to get into this witchcraft thing. I want to know what it's about. I want to, I want to see. So I I texted Santa and I was like, Santa, if I were to start witchcraft, what would be the basic things that you'd want me to know and that that I would need? And she was like, let me take you to ritual craft and we'll take you to the other stores and we'll get you things and I'll show you everything that you need to know. So Santa was really my, uh, yes, I do. As soon as you get up here. Okay. So Santa was my introduction to the whole world, and I don't think I could have had a better introducer, because she was amazing and very calm and gentle with me, and she gave me a list of all the things that a you know beginner would need. Right. And she took me to the witchy stores mentor. around. Exactly. Yeah. And we have gone down a rabbit hole ever since, and I That's have awesome. too many books and too many tarot decks and a giant altar full of things. Mm-hmm. Now you said you were like a chaos eclectic witch. Can you tell me what that? I don't know what that means. I haven't heard that. That's a good question. I oh. consider it to mean. Okay, so I'm pretty sure my definition of a chaos witch is different than most people's definition of a chaos witch. 
That's okay. We're all for <laughs> fucking up the definitions. Exactly. So I consider it to mean that I tend to thrive in the feelings of chaos and I don't usually stick to one thing or another. Okay. Is that I am a little bit all over the place and like I've kind of talked with you before, I tend to feel more at home and more comfortable in like Mercury retrograde and during the full moon when other people are going a little bit crazy. Right. And it's more like my home space. Oh, uh, okay. I yeah. got it. So you thrive in those chaotic and energy exactly times. Okay. Gotcha. And then kind of the same thing as an eclectic witch is just, I, I've pulled little things from different mm-hmm. paths and like, I have a little bit of herbalism over here. I have crystals over here. I have tarot. I have druid. I have a little bit of fey craft. I've got everything. Gotcha. And most of my rituals or my spells pull in a little bit of everything into it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I like I that. Like Thank you. Okay. All right. So where are you headed, do you think, with this? What's I have your, no idea. your next things to <laughs> learn? What things are you interested in? Right now I'm learning more on the um, druid side of things. I mm-hmm. just picked up another druid book nice. and another Morrigan book because I love learning about the Celtic side of things and the druid because we are, we do have Celtic ancestry. Gotcha. And I think that I, I connect more with that because of that ancestry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm going right now is into the druids and, and okay. learning more about that. Awesome. Thank you. I love it. And yeah, as far as uh, our main question, or the one question that I had is, when did I come out of the broom closet? Mm-hmm. And how did I do so? I yeah. don't, with certain people, I am definitely out of the broom closet. And I don't know that I ever really held myself into it as like, I don't want people yeah, to I know don't this. Think you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think one day I just kind of decided uh, I don't care who knows, and I'm going to dress like a witch. I'm going to act like a witch. I'm going to tell people I'm a witch. And I remember the <laughs> one day of uh, my roommates really showing me that they had accepted me as a witch because I had been making eggshell powder in the week before, and they had just used a bunch of eggs, and they were like, "Do you need these eggs?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you." Just. I just made my first eggshell powder this Isn't week, and Victor was doing the same thing. He uh-huh. was like, oh, okay, are we keeping these out of compost now because you're <laughs> you're making witchy things? Out? I yep. was like, no, I think I have enough now because I filled the little shaker thing, and I'm <laughs> still not sure what I'm doing with the eggshell powder, so we're just going to put it's, the rest in the compost. It's fantastic for protection work. Oh, is that what? Okay. Yeah. Right. I like to mix it with my black salt on, like, mm. the, uh, I think I do it on the new moon, if I remember correctly. And I, I mix it and then I put it on like my window sills and doorways mm-hmm. to kind of cleanse and protect my space. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. That's I haven't cool. really tapped into spell work yet, so I'm still learning yeah. a great deal about that. It's a, there's a lot to learn. Hoarding it's a lot to dive into. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. So that's basically okay. what I've got. Your well, turn? for me, so our, our background is what I'm going to call super Christian. <laughs> um so we came from just that that very christian very fundamentalist um background but our grandma was very uh, kind of witchy <laughs> yeah. she in a confusing lived way her life outside in the garden she had this immense herb garden she made tinctures she mm-hmm. lived for essential oils mm-hmm. she was uh, the witchiest a super self-righteous christian woman can be and it's <laughs> just 
I, I identified very strongly with her growing up, yeah. um, spending that time outside, being in the garden. So for the past, I'd, I'd say probably eight, nine years, I've described the way that I live as being rustic living. I love to you know, grow my own food and cook things from scratch. And I have a kitchen full of cast iron and yeah. I'm just trying to do the very old fashioned ways of doing things. And I'm also this super seasonal person. You are. The way that I live, the things that I eat, the things that I drink, they all change with the seasons. And I'm always super ready and excited for the next season to come. So I had this pattern to my life already. And then you started to study witchcraft and you started to share these little things with me. And I found it very interesting, but I've also <laughs> been this fairly... I don't know, a strict atheist yeah. for the past seven or eight years. If you don't mind. Which, yeah, go ahead. One of the things that you just made me think of is that, like, when I first started this, I remember being super afraid to tell you because of <laughs> okay. how, like, atheist you were. And I knew you weren't going to really judge me, but I, I remember right. every time I would mention something to you is I would always preface it by, you're going to think I'm crazy, uh-huh. but <laughs> I want to tell you anyway. <laughs> could feel the trepidation coming off of you. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> and I was, I was, remember kind of being like, oh, I don't, what's this? This yep. is interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I kind of just went on that ride with you. And then one day you were like, have you ever heard of a kitchen witch? Mm-hmm. And so I had to Google it. Uh, and Google was horribly unhelpful, but what little I could find, like, sung to me. Yeah. There was something in what that was that was already my life. And you had given it a name and it was very, very personal. So that's, I'm only comfortable calling myself a witch at this point, even though I'm super new, because of how that felt. Yeah. Because that, that phrase, hearing kitchen witch and hearing what it did in my soul, I I, I don't, I can't use any other word. Yeah. So that's where I am. (laughs) Interestingly, I have a therapist who is... He, he has a very strong shaman background, so he's been sharing a lot of shaman things with me at my request. Yeah. And he will be lending me some books. I don't have them yet, so I can't okay. talk about what those are. But that's a direction that I'm very interested in going, because he talks about being a shaman and mm-hmm. kind of the internal questing that you do in meditation. Like, mm-hmm. instead of just sitting and meditating and trying to keep your brain clear of things, you're actually going on these journeys. And doing things in that meditation. And I love that idea. I think yeah, that's really cool. That sounds But amazing. I haven't studied that. And so. Your therapist sounds my... like the most incredible therapist I've ever heard I of. A, I don't know how I managed to find. I don't know how you did it either. <laughs> this person. I'm proud of you. But I'm like, how did you find him? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but okay. So that's, that's my history. And that's kind yeah. of my current direction. I don't have a lot of direction. Because I'm still just. I, I consider myself like I'm at the trailhead yeah. <laughs> of this thing, and I haven't decided which trail I'm going on yet. <laughs> that's, I'm just that's fair. gathering all the resources and reading everything so I can figure out yeah. which trail is for me. I think it's important to note, too, that a lot of, uh, at least newbie witches in my experience, have this trepidation of, of, I don't get to call myself a witch yet because I don't know anything, yeah. or I don't know yeah. everything. And I'm going to be the first one, maybe not the first one, definitely not the last one to tell you, that being a witch doesn't mean you know everything. Getting right. to call yourself a witch 
you get to do that the minute you decide that you're a witch. Right. And I think, honestly, with you, I think one of the things that really kicked you into gear is you had you had the kitchen witch thing. Mm-hmm. And then I sent you the book. Or the name right. of the book, Becoming Dangerous. Right. And I yes. think that really threw you down a rabbit hole that you have, it, it are did. never going to climb out of. It did speak to me. That that book was very strong uh, energy yeah. for me. Yeah. You're right. Just to hear those different experiences, because it's a, a collection of essays by different witchy people, and mm-hmm. to hear the different ways that they live a witchy lifestyle, it's, I mean, in many ways, they don't touch each other in any way. No. But they all, like you said, they all get to call themselves a witch and nobody gets to tell them they can't. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty great. And on one of the podcasts that I listen to, one of the witchy podcasts, it's called The the Magic Kitchen. Um, one of the hosts says, nobody becomes a witch. You just remember that you are one. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and that is why you get to call yourself a witch as soon as you remember that you are one. <laughs> And that can be as early or as late as, as that happens. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, sometimes I get myself a little bit, I don't know, disappointed or, or I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. But <laughs> it's like a lot of people have like this knowledge of knowing that they're a witch from very young. Mm-hmm. And aside from me doing the little potions, which I thought was just me having fun in you know backyard with a ditch. Like I, having the upbringing that we did. Right. That was never really allowed to enter my brain. No. Oh, no. Or even that witches still existed was Existed or never even what they of. actually are. Exactly. Like, just now I am learning what, what the word witch actually means. Yeah. <laughs> because when you Google it, it doesn't give you the correct no. definition. So, yeah, that's totally fair. Exactly. And there's yeah. so much misrepresentation and... Mm-hmm. XYZ about what it is to be a witch yeah. for mainstream media that it's just I, I'm really happy that it's taking off in the right way right now totally. in the mainstream yeah. and I think the world is not ready for it but we really fucking are yeah it's true it's very true because I see I see changes being made absolutely with the major awakening that is happening right now in a lot of ways, of I think it's a, a big pushback against Christianity and everything, yeah. um, which needs to happen. I, I have no no quarrel against Christians, no. but growing up the way that we did, I, I definitely feel like there is a need to push back against that and to create a space for people to exist that don't identify with that lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a great place to be. Yeah. Agreed. It's not a great time to be in, but it's a great place to be at this time. Right. Right. All right. Yeah. Is that about what we have for this time? I think so. Did we want to talk about anything else? I would like to end by maybe doing some resource sharing. Okay. Um, I'm reading a book right now called Drawing Down the Moon. Yes, you are. And that's by Margot Adler. And it's this, it's a thick book and it is very... It feels like kind of a college ac- academic book, you know? Yeah. Because she talks all about the um, where the word pagan came from and, you know, what historians think about witches and whether or not they actually existed. And then she goes into having spent a great deal of time with various pagan groups across the U.S. and in the U.K. And just different, different ways that pe- pagans live today. Yeah. 
it's an awesome, awesome resource. If you're looking to start somewhere, it's a great place to start. I definitely need to get that one and read yeah. it. And then on my end, I would also like to recommend a book. It's the one we talked about earlier. It's Becoming Dangerous, Witchy Femmes, yeah. Queer Conjurers, and Magical Rebels. And like Chandra said, it's a compilation of essays by a bunch of different uh, people. And they were compiled by... I'm trying to get the name. Oh, yeah. They were edited by Katie West and Jasmine Elliott. But it's a bunch of, of witchy femmes and queer conjurers and all these people who have so many different experiences in life and somehow all kind of match up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a very powerful read. Yeah. Especially for the times we live in, I yeah. think. Yeah. Absolutely. It's insane. All right. Well. Yeah. Let's see. Social medias. Oh, we yeah. We are on Instagram <laughs> and we are on Twitter. Both at Sister Magic Pod. Right. And magic with, with a K. M I C M right. A C Nope. You do it. <laughs> M A G I C K Thank you. Pod. Mm-hmm. All right. And we have a Gmail account, sistermagicpod at gmail.com. That's the one. Right? Yep. Please please reach out if you're hearing this. Please reach out. Even if we're many episodes down the line and you're not sure if we're still asking for that. We're still asking for that. We, <laughs> we want promise. to hear from you. Absolutely. We want to connect with the community. Yeah. I think we have a Patreon established. Do we? Oh. I think I'm, I meant to do that and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> oh, okay. We will have okay. a Patreon established and we will let you know when that happens. <laughs> We've been thinking of some cool things to put on the Patreon. Should you be interested in joining that? Yes. Do some tarot card readings for you. Yes. Some Maybe some magic kitchen type type things for Always. you i'd usually Absolutely. be happy to share my uh some of my spells that i create because that would be wonderful. They're almost always a compilation of many things or something that comes out of my brain on i think a whim. that's perfect yeah mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of research that goes into my spells honestly that's awesome one of these days we'll talk about the ones that i've done and how they've backfired because <laughs> that's yes, a please. thing yes please <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think we're planning on recording every week. Mm-hmm. So join us again next week. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And goodbye. I'm always going to no have fuzzy. Fuzzies. Kendra, I'm permanently fuzzy. You're permanently fuzzy? I'm permanently fuzzy.